You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Dare to Love. Dare to Love is a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago through discussion of topics related to vocation discernment and promotion. My name is Vince Tirasoli, and I work on the communications team here at the Archdiocese of Chicago. And joining us by phone today is the host of the show. Good morning, Sister Lavina Pamet. How are you today? Good morning, everybody. Thanks again, Vince, for doing this. Well, it's great to be talking today. to you today, and it's uh, always an, an important time to spend with you. And uh, it, it's good also to be hearing your voice uh, in this holiday period. We have one holiday behind us, a, hop, a couple holidays in front of us, and uh, it's always good to get together and uh, speak on Dare to Love uh, about uh, the mission. Yes. So um, I'm a Franciscan sister of the Sacred Heart, and I'm the coordinator of Religious Vocation Ministries, in the Office for Religious of the Archdiocese of Chicago. And our guest today is part of CAVA. She's new with the Chicago Archdiocese and Vocation Association. And her name is Sister Joni Luna from the Sisters of Providence of St. Mary of the Woods, Indiana. Good morning, Sister Joni, and welcome. Good morning, LaVita. Thank you for having me today. It's so good to be with you. So Sister Joni is also a new vocation director, and today I just thought, well, uh, with all the uh, the things happening uh, in the world today, uh, how is um, vocation ministry, and um, how are you doing uh, with with this new ministry, uh, Sister Joni? Right. Well, like Sister Lobita said, I'm a Sister of Providence from St. Mary of the Woods in Terre Haute, Indiana. Um, we were founded by St. Mother Theodore Guerin in 1840, and um, recently I have been named vocation director, and it has been a very sacred journey for me. It's really exciting and fun, and we've had a lot of uh, curveballs thrown our way due to COVID, and so having to recreate a new way of connecting with young people has been a challenge, yet a real gift. I think COVID has taught us to come down to the, to the young people's level and really connect with them in a way that, they're, that, they are, that they are used to communicating. Most times when we connect with young people, we expect them to come to St. Mary's and have meetings and pray with us and get to know our sisters. 
But COVID has really invited us to connect with people in a way that they, they've been connecting since they were young, and that's through the Internet. And it has been a really powerful tool for us. Uh, it's been very uh, profitable, and we have been able to connect with a lot of young women this way. That's great. So, Sister mm-hmm. Joni, um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, uh, where are you coming from? Are, are you originally from Indiana or somewhere else? Or Actually, no, Sister Levita. Uh, I come from San Antonio, Texas, born and raised. My family immigrated from Mexico in the 1800s. Uh, I found out recently that I was 46% Native American, wow. which was a really exciting uh, discovery for me and my family. Um, I did, did you do that through school? that, um, like Ancestry.com and all, you know, like the testing? That's always interesting to me. <laughs> I did do, I did, I did the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Ancestry.com. It was yes. a gift that my sisters gave me. And so we did the swab and we sent it in. And when we got it back, we realized a lot of new information. The really cool thing about it that I found out is just because I do my DNA doesn't necessarily mean that my sibling's DNA is exactly the same. It's actually quite different because your your parents give a little bit of their DNA to each child and it's different. So my Mm -hmm. Native American DNA was actually a lot higher than some of my sister's. And Sister Sister Joni, this is Vince here. Did you have an idea that this was your your cultural heritage? We knew that we came from Mexico. We had no idea that we were indigenous from Mexico. I guess we all are indigenous in in (laughs) some way, but I did not know that we had Native American, no. So it was a new awareness. After finding that out, I felt really called to get to know uh, the Native Americans in the United States. And at the time that I found this out, uh, the North Dakota Access Pipeline was being protested by the Native Americans in North Dakota. So I I asked for permission to be able to go out there and protest with them and just be in solidarity with them. And so I drove out there. It was the most sacred experience I think I've ever had in my whole life. I drove out there with one of our associates uh, during our spring break, and I drove onto the camp, to the the reservation. There were tents, uh, teepees, and tents, and people everywhere and I drove into the the reservation and they take my license plate they asked me my name I was getting really nervous and he asked me why are you here and I explained to him that I had just found out that I had been, that I was Native American and I wanted to come and be in solidarity and he says do you know what tribe and I said no I don't and he was just so profoundly accepting he said it's okay, sister, a lot of, and he didn't know that I was a a religious sister. He was calling me sister just because of humanity or or Native American sister. He says, a lot of us have lost our way, but welcome home. And tears Mm -hmm. just ran from my eyes and I got goosebumps all over my body. It was just really profound. Now, sister, do you think you would have had that same reaction had you not known the results of this test? You know, I really can't answer that. I just know that it was just this profound feeling inside of me that I was home, that I had found where I belonged. Um, 
and I can't really explain it. Even now, talking about it, I'm getting a little choked up. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's amazing how these emotions and feelings can come to us unexpectedly, and it, it really is a communication uh, that, that is coming to you from, from beyond. I mean, it, it really is a way of someone, of our Lord, reaching out to you. Right. Uh, I've come to believe in the last several years that there's this sacred wisdom that we're born with that many times is covered up or buried among the rebel of society and consumerism and the pain and suffering that we endure throughout our lives. And we forget that we have the, the Holy One within us. And when you hear that voice, when you hear that sacred voice, there's something that happens to your body, to your heart, to your mind, that you know that you've connected with something that is just so profound, so holy, so sacred, and that you've come home, that you're resting and you're being held by providence, by love that is always with us. But because of the way that our society has taught us to embrace consumerism and, and the corporate ladder, that many times that voice is unable to be heard anymore. And so at that moment when I drove into the reservation and the, the, the person said, um, welcome home, it was like God was speaking directly to my heart. It's like heart to heart we connected, and it was so profound. Just, uh, just amazing, and, and, and the fact that you were welcome, welcomed with the expression, sister, um, and welcome home. I mean, just messages right. coming to you that, that took on this extra meaning and, and, and that were coming to you, as you said, uh, from the Lord. Uh, so much more to speak about this morning uh, with Sister That's Joni. That's truly Sister... beautiful. And I think it looks like we're, are we going to be on a break um, for a brief moment there, Vince? Just a brief moment, but everybody stay with us because we'll be right back and continue the conversation this morning on Dare to Love. A Catholic faith-based education enriches both your mind and your heart. Academic standards are strong, and so is the feeling of community. 96% of our graduates go on to college. If you think a Catholic high school education is for you, keep these dates in mind. Registration is now open for the Catholic high school entrance exam, which will take place on Saturday, December 5th. Students should take the exam at the high school they hope to attend next year. For more information, log on to our website, schools.archchicago.org. Catholic Charities Celebration of Giving is underway and we need your help more than ever. Now in its 73rd year, the Celebration of Giving was started by a group of adoptive parents who wanted to buy gifts for children who had not yet been adopted. This wonderful idea spread at Catholic Charities and last year 25,000 gifts were given to people who would otherwise have nothing to open Christmas Day. Our online partners make it easy to donate toys. Gift cards are so appreciated by teenagers too. Gather your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors and join this huge, awesome outpouring of kindness that is filled with the spirit of Christmas. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash celebration or call 312-655-7401. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. I am ready to begin. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Dare to Love, where uh, we take a look at what cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'm Vince Girasoli from the Communications Department here. Uh, our host every week is Sister Lavina Pamet. She's joining us by phone this morning. Hello, Sister. Hi. Uh, we're back, and uh, earlier before the break, we were just listening to Sister Joni talk about that profound experience that she had when she joined her extended family um, after finding that she is uh, part Native American. Unfortunately, we don't know um, what uh, nation uh, she belongs to, but you know what? We are all one nation. And, uh, you know, um, Sister Joni, I have also been watching and learning so much and actually been on a Zoom uh, meeting on a virtual tour um, this past several days uh, with different uh, nations, and this one was the Detroit um, tribes and, and the history that I've been, uh, that I've been watching uh, also on PBS uh, lately. It's just so eye-opening, and, um, you know, we are, we are all born somewhere, and so we are native somewhere. For me, a uh, native-born uh, Filipino, uh, also somehow I recognize that kinship and being called sister, so that was so beautiful. And that really goes into when you mentioned about Providence. You are a sister of Providence. Can you tell us a little bit more about your community's charism and your mission and your message to the world? Right. Thank you. That's a good question, Sister Lovita. Um, our charism is love, mercy, and justice and service among God's people. And when Mother Theodore first arrived in Indiana, the charism was still the same, but it looked different. Their ministries were centered around teaching. So there were thousands of kids across Indiana that had no education, that weren't going to school. And Mother Theodore, arriving in 1840, opened her first school in 1841 and continued to open schools throughout Indiana. Uh, I think all in all, there were about 14 or more schools that were opened. Most recently, we talk about responding to the signs of the time. Those were the signs of the time. The needs of the time was education. Today, that uh, mission looks a lot different. Education is thriving. People are doing really well with it. And so the sisters have evolved. Today, we really have, fo uh, have a focus on justice, uh, especially justice among uh, people that are disenfranchised, that are struggling. Uh, and we are also invited. This is something that's really amazing and cool about how our community has evolved is that you're invited to use your own gifts and talents in service. So rather than putting everybody into one little box that everybody has to be a teacher or everybody has to be a nurse, our community really invites us to pray, to collaborate, and to figure out what it is that, what is our authentic gift? What is it that has been given to just me that God wants me to share with the world? And then we are invited to cultivate that gift and find ways to share it. So currently we have sisters ministering in uh, nurse, or uh, we've got sisters that are doctors. We have sisters that are doing social justice, uh, teachers. So we have a gamut of ministries. 
we have food pantries, um, so various ways in which we minister. So there isn't just one central focus. We're really invited to figure out what our gift is, what is your talent, what is it that God has only given to you, because we figured that if you're doing what you love to do, you're going to do it with love and kindness, and you're really going to be able to bring God's light into the world. And that's exactly what vocation work and this that's vocation right. time is all about. Um, that's Sister right. Tony, can you also, because there are a lot of misconceptions about joining religious life. In your experience so far, and of course in your own discernment, um, what can you tell us about probably dispelling the notion of, you know, if you join a religious community, somehow you're running away from life. But that's the exact opposite, right? It's about engagement. Talk about your own vocation and how you're working with the other women um, that you're discerning with. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely, Sister Lobita. Great question. Many times when I talk to women, there's a big misconception that if you join a religious order, you're somehow going to be more holy. And I like to say, take a step back. Because if you're entering religious life to be holy, then you're entering for all the wrong reasons. Because as we know that we are all called to holiness, we are all called to be servants of God and to bring that light. I know mothers, I know fathers that are as holy and even holier than people that are religious. It's not it's not what you choose to do, but how you choose to do what you have chosen. So if you, cho- if you choose to be a mother and you do it with love and kindness and really give your heart and soul to that, then you are holy. And it's the same thing with religious life. Many times I remember, I recall being asked, what are you running away from? When I told a good friend that I was thinking about religious life, I was in my 30s, late 30s. And so it was just automatically assumed that I was running away <laughs> from life. She, and I remember my brother said to me, why are you joining a religious order? What is it that you're running from? And so there was this idea that I was running, that I was trying to hide. Um, people assume that I was not like, don't give up on marriage. You're st- you're mm. attractive. Don't don't you know? There's still there's still a good man out there for you. <laughs> but it wasn't about that, Lovita. It wasn't about that. <laughs> just like people are called to married life, just like people are called to single life, just like people are called to be doctors and nurses and teachers and mothers and fathers, people are called. A religious life. And it really makes it so difficult for women and men when people chastise them with, there's still a good man or woman out there for you. Don't That's give up so hope. great. So um, why don't yeah. we take a really short break? And when we come back, what about a message to the people out there? How can they support those who are discerning? Okay, right. and Thank then you. maybe we'll close with um, a favorite pray- a prayer of yours. Um, at Great. Here I am. Did I hear you call my 
we invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. Catholic churches respond as the need to feed the hungry surges in the COVID-19 pandemic. Pope Francis's new encyclical and the call for mutual respect for all cultures. And a local priest ready to run even when the Chicago Marathon is canceled. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. There's nothing like having a friend to talk to when things are not going well. And in these challenging days, everyone has had moments when they are discouraged, sad, or worried. Catholic Charities wants you to know that we are here. If you or someone you know would like to share your concerns with a professional, call 312-948-6951 anytime, day or night, and you will be connected with an experienced counselor who will listen without judgment and offer compassionate, confidential advice that you can trust. That phone number again is 312-948-6951. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. Welcome back, everyone, to Dare to Love. I'm Vince Girasoli from the Communications Department here at the Archdiocese of Chicago. Uh, our guest this morning is Sister Joni Luna. She's from the Sisters of Providence of St. Mary of the Woods in Indiana, but they do serve in 17 states. Uh, and our host joining us by phone today, uh, you all know her, Sister Lavina Pamet. Sisters, I, I, I just wanted to get in a quick DNA results story. So I was gifted a DNA test a couple years ago. And I've always prided myself in how Italian I am. And the first test came back as 85% Italian and 10% Southern European. And I was so thrilled. And then they refined the data. And I got a notice in the mail about a year later. And I was only 75% Italian. And that was a crushing blow. And my children were laughing at me because I was depressed when I found out I, I, I lost that 10%. So, so sometimes Aww. you can be surprised by what you learn in these DNA tests. Oh, now you're, you're, you're both wanting me to get one. <laughs> we might have to Maybe send you I a should DNA put that on my Christmas, Christmas list. Sister Lavita. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Sister Joni, what you have been telling us so far has been so interesting and beautiful, and I really love your message. So, so we did promise from, from uh, before the break a message for, first of all, for the community. To dispel that notion that when a loved one or someone they know, a friend, is maybe discerning, and it's already hard because you're taking a risk. So how a message of um, encouragement and admonition to the community to support the discerners, and also perhaps, you know, an encouraging um, word for the discerners? Right. So I want to say really quick that Religious life has changed and evolved. The core values of religious life, our faith, our love of God and of people and being of service has not changed. But the way that we accept sisters and families is different than it was when our sisters first started the community. 
So we no longer cut our families off. That's one of the things that I often hear from mothers and fathers, that they think that they're going to lose their sons or daughters. And that's not the case for us in our community. We actually invite the sisters and the families to come together as one extended family. My brother is one of seven in our family. He's the only boy, so there's seven of us. He's got six sisters. And when he came to the, uh, as I entered, we were having a prayer, and he raises his hand and he says, so does this mean that I have more sisters now? And we all bursted out laughing because now he's got over 250 more sisters and he's still the only boy. Um, so I think <laughs> what I would like to do is invite people or family members to really support uh, their sons and daughters, to listen without judgment, and most importantly, to pray that if this is not the path that God that, that God has paved out for them, that God will reveal that to them. But it. I think encouraging them, praying for them, and trust that you're not losing a family member, but you're gaining more sons and daughters into your family. So that's my and message. And a message maybe to encourage those who might be on the fence because they're not quite sure they may feel, oh, they're, I'm not worthy, I have to be holy. What do you have to say to them? Oh, my gosh, that's the biggest misconception. I've heard that over and over, women that say, I'm not worthy. If you knew what I did, and I, you know what? I was in the same boat, Sister Levita. I remember saying to our vocation director, if you knew what I did, you wouldn't want me here. You wouldn't even let me walk <laughs> on the ground. This is holy ground. You wouldn't want my feet, you know, stepping around here. And she said to me, Joni, we are all holy. God loves us all. And if you think about Jesus Jesus didn't call the perfect people. Jesus was calling the sinners, the tax collectors. And I remember she said to me so profoundly, it is your conversion that is going to speak to people. And she was so right. She was so right. So so I wanted to shout out to Sister Jenny Howard for really giving me that encouragement. Yeah. So how about blessing us with your favorite prayer? Uh, as we close. Uh, and first of all, um, what is your, your website we go, before we go into your prayer, just so people know how to uh, reach you? Right. Our website is www.spsmw.org. So www.spsmw.org. Or call 812-595-2954. 812-595-2954 to reach Sister Joni. If you're discerning, call her soon, and she will bless us with her closing prayer at this time. Right. Thank you, Sister Levita. This is a prayer that I say often. It was given to me. It's part, part of Mother Theodore's prayer and part of a prayer that my discernment guide, Sister Bernice Cooper, used to say, and I've kind of just taken it on as my own And so I want to invite everyone, if you can hear my voice at this time, just close your eyes and find a a quiet place and say this with me. Oh, Holy Spirit, soul of my soul, I acknowledge your presence deep within me. Enlighten, guide, strengthen, and console me. 
I promise to be faithful in all that happens to me. Only show me the way. I surrender. Your will be done in me. Truth, virtue, and goodness will prevail. The spirit of faith consists in doing all of my actions for God in God's presence and to look upon all events of life as directed by God. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Sister Joni. Vince, you are a star. Thank you so much for uh, Oh, thank us you for today. letting me listen in as you had your wonderful conversation. <laughs> Once again, thank you to Sister Joni Luna, and also thank you as always, Sister Lavina Pamet. And uh, don't forget to continue to listen to us here on Catholic Chicago, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon here from Dare to Love.